Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. You are about to listen to episode nine of season four of the show. And before we get into this episode, you know, I just want to say thank you all so, so much for the kind words and messages that I've been receiving about coming back. You may know already that I took a bit of a hiatus from this show about three or four months off uh, to give myself some space to really connect with the purpose and meaning behind it. And really, this show exists wholly and solely to provide people like yourself with the tools, the strategies, the resources, and the network of people to start your happiness journey and to really thrive in life. And the feedback I've been getting of this uh, season so far has been exactly that. I've been having people message saying how much they realized in episodes, how things have hit home for them, how they've been implementing things that they learned, and it's made a difference. And Man, I, I, it means so much to me to hear that because that's why I do this show. That's why I'm very proud and grateful to be able to put it out each week. Uh, I also want to give a huge shout out to our amazing producer, Nate. That's a big reason I was able to come back to the show this year is Nate took a lot of the post-production work, a lot of the scheduling, a lot of managing and organizing the podcast off my shoulders. He's our head of storytelling at BU and he's such a champion. So, you know, I want to pass on some of that credit and love to Nate as well. Now, today's episode that we're getting into is all about getting stuck in the high achiever trap. Now, funnily enough, this is part of the reason I took a hiatus from the show is I got myself stuck in the high achiever trap. Uh, the other reason it's coming up is I'm having this conversation more and more with members of ours in our happiness accelerator program, so our happiness coaching programs at BU Coaching. Uh, about how to recognize when you're in the high achiever trap and how to get out of it. I jokingly said to one of our members the other day, one of our freshman year members, that I was going to start a club called the Recovering High Achievers Club. And as much as we joked about it, we both looked at each other and went, actually, there's probably something in that. So look, if you're someone who finds that you put a shit ton of pressure on yourself, if you always feel the need to meet other people's expectations, if you feel like you're never quite doing enough and you need to be busy all the time, those are hallmarks that you might be getting stuck in the high achiever trap. And this is a perfect episode for you to listen to. So with that said, let's get into it. Nate, take it away. Okay, so first and foremost, let's actually define what we mean by a high achiever and the high achiever trap. Because it's one of those interesting ones where being a high achiever has been so celebrated and rewarded by society for so long that it can be hard to actually recognize the fact that it's a really unhealthy behavior to be stuck in. It's actually really detrimental to our happiness, our mental health, our emotional well-being if we get caught up in the idea of having to be a high achiever. Now, what are some of those underlying themes? So, with high achievers, what we tend to see first and foremost is high expectations of themselves. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on themselves to reach a bar that seems to continually move upwards. And as a result of that bar continually moving upwards, we fall into the trap of the never enough. So, that I'm not successful enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not uh, smart enough. I'm not whatever enough, beautiful enough. I'm we fall into this trap of, if you've seen The Greatest Showman, I almost feel like singing that song never enough from it. <laughs> I won't do that on the show. Uh, we consistently fall into this pattern of, of telling ourselves that what we're doing is not enough and we need to be more. We need to do more. Now, what that can obviously lead to very quickly is burnout. 
because we're putting so much on our plate and there's really no room to add more to the plate. But because of this pervasive need of meeting a bar and an expectation that's always rising, we keep adding more to the plate thinking that that's going to be the solution. And of course, it can also lead to a real struggle with with slowing down and we're switching off and being softer with our life, you know, taking a bit more time for downtime and recovery. You don't see that often in that high achiever trap. So again, that comes through as um, very likely to lead to, to burnout, to overwhelm, to stress, to exhaustion. Now, the second underlying feature that we tend to see a lot in high achievers and in people in the high achievement trap is this all or nothing approach to things. So it's it could be called perfectionism, really. So I've always got this black or white thinking. I'm either successful or I'm a failure. I'm fit or I'm unhealthy. I'm happy or I'm sad. The project is perfect or it's shit, right? We, we struggle to see the areas of gray in the middle. And again, this leads to that. It really complements that first underlying theme of the high achievement trap that we we're just talking about. But it can also lead to this real hot or cold approach to things. Like the high achievers might go gun ho, double down, let's run hard at a project but then self-sabotage or fumble the project or really screw things up because they don't feel it's perfect. Then they just ditch it and they're like, well, fuck it, I'll move on to something else. They're trying to find the next thing, the big breakthrough, the silver bullet, the, the magic pill that fixes everything rather than embracing the steps in the middle and the, uh, the grayness of life of like life rarely falls into this black or white all or nothing approach. Um, it just doesn't tend to work that way. And so the third underlying common theme amongst this high achiever trap is the consistent pursuit of something external to ourselves. It's the hedonic treadmill. It's getting stuck on the I'll be happy when trap. So this high achiever drive really gambles their sense of happiness on the next accomplishment. But what you quickly realize when you actually examine it is they've achieved a lot in their life and they don't celebrate it. They don't look back on how far they've come. We don't look back and go, I'm actually really proud of X, Y, Z because of course, happiness, fulfillment, success must lie around the next accomplishment. So we're always chasing the next thing, which leads us to really struggle to be present and to really enjoy the current moment. So when we look at these three parts of the high achievement trap, you know, that high expectation, high pressure, the all or nothing black and white perfectionistic thinking and the gambling of our happiness and sense of fulfillment on the next accomplishment, we can start to see how it's actually quite unhealthy to stay here. So I want to be clear. I'm not saying that you shouldn't focus on achieving in your life. I think you definitely should focus on achieving your life. Achievement and accomplishment is a core foundation of positive psychology's research into what makes a happy life. Feeling like we're accomplished and we're achieving is incredibly valuable to our happiness and well-being, provided we're going about it in a healthy way. So if you're listening to this and going, holy shit, he's talking to me. I can see I'm a recovering high achiever. I can see I'm falling into this trap. It all makes sense now. Let's look at how we start to undermine some of those common themes and start changing it. So first and foremost, we look at the expectations and the the high pressure we put on ourselves. Our best antidote to that is gratitude and appreciation. So actually taking a moment to be grateful for where you're currently at in life, to be grateful for 
who you currently are and to appreciate the steps you've taken up until this point. So there's a great saying that says appreciation and expectation cannot coexist. Right. So rather than appreciating, so rather than expecting what you think life is meant to be like or what you're meant to be like or what you should be, focus on appreciating who you are. A gratitude practice is a fantastic way to do that. We're actually going to be talking about that in uh, next week's episode of the show. So if that's one that you're listening to going, hey, I know I need to work on this. I've got huge expectations of myself. I've got huge expectations of life. It's just causing me a lot of anxiety. Make sure you listen to next week's episode. We're going to dive into gratitude. Now, that second one, the, the black or white, the all or nothing perfectionistic thinking, the best way to challenge that, A, is to recognize it. The other thing that comes with the all or nothing is we often go best case, worst case, and we don't see what's in the middle. So if you find your mind catastrophizes, it goes to worst case possible scenario when things are uncertain, or it over glorifies uh, your things. Um, I still get caught out by this. The team regularly says... <laughs> Um, that my ideas are never quite as bad or as good as I make them out to be. And I think that's a valuable thing to recognize. Life is rarely as bad or as good as your mind makes it out to be. And things are rarely as clear cut as black or white as our mind tries to make them if you're stuck in the high achiever trap. So learning how to build perspective, learning how to build your emotional intelligence and learning how to see the shades of gray in life is such a fantastic way to challenge that part of being stuck in the high achiever trap. And now the third one, uh, really your best approach to this is yes, still set goals. Yes, still have things you're working towards. Yes, still work on accomplishing and achieving, but do it in a way that is meaningful to you and make sure that you're pursuing goals that actually fucking matter to you. One of the most common things in high achievers is they're chasing goals that they didn't even set. You know, they're after the fancy new house because they're comparing to the Joneses or they want to make a lot of money because they think that's what society says will bring success, right? Very rarely with high achievers, do they sit down and put the time into their own development to go, what actually makes me happy and what actually matters to me, not to my parents, not to my partner, not to society, but what actually matters to me as an individual, the other thing that we can do really well here as high achievers is focus on internal goals as much as we focus on external goals. So an internal goal could be, I would really like to work on improving my self-talk. I'd like to work on being better at stress management. I'd like to work on setting and communicating healthy boundaries, right? Our external goals are things like, I would like to travel. I would like to make this much money. I would like to do um, this with the house, some renovations. I'd like to have a family, right? What we tend to find is uh, high achievers who are unhealthy are basically exclusively focused on the external goals and don't look at the internal goals. Whereas healthy high achievers focus more of their time on the internal goals, knowing that that will have a flow on effect to the external goals. So with that in mind, I'd love to invite you to just take a moment, you know, this episode or really this show is designed to be small, punchy, actionable, give you a light bulb moment and give you something to think about and reflect on for your own happiness journey and your own personal development. So if you're sitting here listening, do a mental head check, like of the three things we spoke about that are underlying uh, factors of being stuck in the high achiever trap. So that high expectations and pressure on self, the all or nothing perfectionistic approach to life um, and the pursuit of only external goals, uh, often ones that don't actually matter to us, the relentless pursuit of more. 
How many of those really relate to you? Are you like, oh, man, I'm ticking all the boxes. I'm ticking two out of three. I'm ticking one out of three. Again, self-awareness is the first step to change. And then go through and go, okay, well, the ones I've recognized, I now know my starting point for starting to change them. Right? We just shared it and spoke about it. So make sure you start doing something with it. As always, the goal of this show is to give you an entry point to open the door, to plant a seed. It's now your job to nurture that seed, to walk through that door and to implement what you learn so that you can take steps to living a happier, more fulfilling life. And just like that, we've reached the end of yet another episode here on Be You with Declan Edwards. If you're wanting to join the Recovering High Achiever Club after listening to that, make sure you flick us a message, jump onto Instagram, onto Facebook, or onto our brand new website. Yep, super exciting. Got a brand new website. Uh, Got some free resources on there to help you. All the latest episodes of the podcast as well as our other podcast, Working Well, and Amy's uh, podcast, Nourishing Amy, are all on there as well as some cool downloadable resources to help you improve your happiness. Make sure you check that out via the link in the bio. And as always, if you love the show, it means the world to me if you give it a review. So subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us that five stars and write a quick little sentence. It takes 30 seconds of your time, but it makes a world of difference to us here at BU. It really does help us with our vision of growing global well-being one mind at a time. So with that said, thank you again for tuning into this week's episode, for giving back to yourself and taking a small step forward with your happiness journey. Of course, if you would like to accelerate your journey and move forward quicker towards a happy, thriving, fulfilling life, make sure you head to our brand new website, find out more about our happiness coaching programs and get involved. But until next time we talk, you know what we do, make an impact, start with self and be you.